Welcome to Core Parenting Conversations with Kaylee. My name is Kaylee Kukla, and I've spent the last decade supporting children and families with challenging behaviors. As a mom of two, I appreciate how overwhelming and exhausting parenthood can often be. So I'm taking all of my book knowledge and combining it with real life experiences to change the dialogue around parenting. We'll have powerful conversations that always include practical tips so you can walk away feeling inspired and empowered to make simple yet impactful changes in your family's life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Behavior Bite series. In this Behavior Bite episode, we're going to talk about ignoring. This is one that is very near and dear to my heart because being ignored is one of my big triggers. I know it stems from feeling unheard and dismissed as a child. And this trigger has shown up not just in my motherhood, but also in my marriage. You see, I'm married to a man who gets very focused and who is an internal processor. He does a lot of thinking in his head before he says anything out loud, which means he's slower to acknowledge or respond to my bids. It took me a long time and some therapy to realize that this was not him consciously ignoring or dismissing me. He actually was considering what I asked or said and taking his time to respond thoughtfully. Having this reframe helped me drastically lessen the sensitivity of my trigger. But then I had a child who processes information very similarly as his father does. My eldest is also slow to respond, becomes very focused on a task, and will often not even acknowledge my words if we don't already have a solid exchange going back and forth. So now I have even more opportunities to rewire this trigger. So just know with the information I'm sharing with you today, I am still actively working on this and I have seen huge progress over the years but it's progress, not perfection. What has helped me tremendously in rewiring this trigger in particular has been understanding the developmental reasons behind this ignoring behavior during early childhood. And also different people process information in different ways. So knowing my husband was still processing what I was saying, he just wasn't responding right away. It was like a game changer for me. So understanding the reasons of why in early childhood this behavior might show up is something that we do a lot in the Behavior Bites series because when we can understand the reasoning of why it's happening, we have an easier time depersonalizing it, thus taking the edge off of our reaction. Because ignoring can feel personal, but often it's not. Okay, so the brain development. The ability to shift attention takes a lot of brain myelination or integration or just brain development, all right, because it requires different parts of the brain to be activated at once. It also demands executive function skills, such as working memory, so remembering what I'm doing while I'm doing it, task initiation, starting something, prioritizing, deciding, okay, what you're saying is more important than what I'm doing right now and impulse control, stopping what I'm doing, focusing on what you're saying, 
which are all required to stop what one is currently doing, shift attention to another stimuli, which is the parent's voice or the caregiver's voice, process what that person is saying, prioritize what they're saying, and then act on it. That's a whole lot of stuff going on in the brain right there that typically they're not, those skills aren't all there all the time or fully developed yet. The part of the brain that is in charge of these executive functions doesn't fully develop until the mid-20s. And even in fully mature adults, those brain functions can go offline quickly during times of stress. So especially for children, right? It's not even fully developed. They get stressed. It totally shuts down. And adults can absolutely have this too. I call it the flicker effect, which maybe we'll talk about a different day. But notice also the language processing piece. I say they had to process what the other person was saying, okay? Children are still language learners, which means it's a high demand activity or language processing is a high demand activity. If they're truly engrossed in something or what you're saying is kind of registering in their threat detection system, like maybe they don't like what you're saying or it's threatening to the activity they're currently doing, it's easier for their brain to just tune it out rather than figure out what to do with that information. If you've tried the Instagram parenting tips and tricks to gain connection and cooperation with your child and it's still not working, or maybe you just want to grow your parenting toolbox or grow your own personal skill set. If you feel confused about how to respond to some of your child's bigger behavior, or maybe you need the encouragement and accountability to make the changes you know you and your family need, CORE offers the weekly support and tools to make these powerful shifts within a supportive, uplifting community. We talk about real-life parenting, not the neat and clean two-dimensional examples given on social media. You can learn more about my core membership program by heading to www.kayleekukla.com backslash core. It's a month-to-month membership. You can cancel it at any time, no strings attached, and it's meant to be on-demand parenting support so you can access it when it's needed and when it's convenient for you. The link is in the show notes to learn more. And now back to this core conversation with Kaylee. Now that we have more insight into the behavior, how do we respond? Like, what do we do? Okay. So the first thing is we've got to manage our own triggers. I mentioned that early on in the podcast. If we explode every time we feel ignored, pretty soon our children learn to only shift attention to that level of stimuli. Okay, they hear the yelling, they're like, oh, now she really means it. Instead, connect with them first. Join in their activity before you try and shift their attention. When we join them first and then gently shift their attention, we're actually supporting that skill development, all of those other executive functions that I mentioned earlier. Now, joining in their activity doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out, like, kumbaya session, okay? That's not what we're doing here. It is going to take a little more thoughtfulness and presence and possibly some planning ahead. It may be as simple as sitting next to them when they're doing something 
or putting a hand on their shoulder or standing next to them and waiting for that natural pause in their activity. It could sound like, whoa, you're drawing sea creatures or wow, you've been working really hard on that rocket ship. Sometimes I'll even throw in like a, tell me about that. Oftentimes, and this is something I actually learned from my teaching days, my student teaching days, so like over a decade ago, I noticed even as a teacher, when I would walk over to a child, my gentle presence would invite a connection bid from that child. So I would just walk and I would just stand and I'd watch them. And it generally took maybe 10 seconds, which if you actually count to 10 seconds, it feels much longer than it actually is. And waiting those few extra seconds for them to acknowledge us helps them be more receptive to what we're going to say next because they're doing it at their own natural pace, their own natural rhythm, instead of us imposing a demand right off the bat, a demand for their attention right when we walk up to them. I mean, that's jarring to me as an adult if I'm engrossed in something, if I'm typing away at something and someone walks up and has a demand that needs attention right now or a phone call. I might even ignore a phone call. For example, when I'm in the middle of writing a podcast, I'm mid-sentence, and I might call that person back in five minutes when I finish that thought. Okay, so do these extra pauses and this little bit of connection from the get-go mean that this transition will go flawlessly? No, 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 that's not what that means. But I'll tell you what it means. But by reframing this behavior and checking for connection first, we're less likely to enter the power struggles. We're helping ourselves deactivate that ignoring trigger, that story we're telling ourselves that probably isn't really what's going on in the moment. We're fostering more connection with our child, which strengthens our relationship. And this is the beginning. This is my favorite part, y'all, for early childhood. We're starting the process of collaboration with our child. And collaboration is really what we want for years to come with our child when we're talking about things like responsibility and transitions and working together as a family and all of those core values that a lot of us hold dear, okay? Because when they feel like we value what's important to them, when we set that tone from a young age, they're more likely to value what's important to you. Probably not short-term, okay? Probably not in early childhood. But remember, we're playing the long game here. And when they feel like they can trust, they'll be listened to and respected in these situations, they're that much more likely to mirror it back to us one day. Oh, and bonus, I feel like this is a bonus feature, we're also supporting the skill development. This is what scaffolding looks like if they're not yet able to shift demand quick or um, shift attention quickly or process language while they're distracted by something, right? We're supporting that skill development by going at their pace, by giving that gentle physical cue, by letting their brain catch up <laughs> to, to the world around them. Okay, so thank you so much for joining me on this little behavior bite, right? These little segments that just get really specific on a behavior and we talk about some gentle ways to understand it and approach it a little differently. 
If this information was helpful to you, I'd be so honored if you took some of your time to share it with a friend on social media or leave a rating or review. All of these things help spread the word about this podcast and its world-changing message. It starts with us. So keep it up and have a wonderful week. 